Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fourth Down Podcast. I'm Bree. And I'm Nick. And this episode, we have a special guest coming straight out of Scranton, Peter. Hey, guys. You want to introduce yourself, Peter? Where are you from? Where? I'm from Long Island, New York. I go to the University of Scranton in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And I'm coming here to visit for the weekend to be a part of the podcast. Yeah, we're great. We're glad, we're yeah. glad, glad, glad to have glad you. Glad to have you this week. Okay, um, Bree, lead us off. All right, so the first thing we want to talk about is last week we were really hype on all three New York teams winning, but this week all of them lost. How do you feel about that, Nick? So, so it was really bad. I mean, I mean, it was really bad. Giants lost to Cooper Rush, backup quarterback. Um, I like we're actually all fans here. We have a Jets fan here, a Giants fan, and a Bills, and a Bills fan. fan here. So we can kind of all break it down. The Giants just look uh, horrific. Denny Dimes, like maybe no, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not the Dimes man we thought he was. Offensive line looks awful. Defense, I guess it's their strong suit, but we still couldn't even stop Cooper Rush. So I mean, yeah, not looking good. I mean, for the Bills, it's it's sounding like it's an excuse, but they really did have a lot injured on their defense, which. Which would be an excuse, but I think that had a big part to do with it. Yeah. What about the Jets, Peter? Well, the Jets have been starting Joe Flacco at quarterback for the first three weeks, who has been surprisingly good. Uh, not last week. He threw no touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, the rookies for the Jets uh, offensively have looked pretty good. Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, uh, second-year Elijah Moore, they look okay. Um, they get their quarterback back next week, Zach Wilson. We'll see how he does. Because the defense is not good, no. and they need to start scoring more points. How are you feeling about Zach Wilson this year? Um, I'm a little scared, but excited because he can't be worse than last year. Because the team only got better, um, and he has more experience. So we're we're just hoping. He has been out for do. a bit, though. Yeah, yeah. But I think you just have to stay hopeful in Zach Wilson. I, it's not. Time I mean, I feel like he might not look great right away coming back into it, but. Probably as the season comes to the end. He's got a good matchup to shake off the rust. We should keep our Steelers. No TJ Watt, so the defense okay. isn't that good. True. As That's it used to be. not bad for his first week back. Could win that. They could. Could. They could. I've been saying that a lot lately. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just don't want to keep my expectations too high for Zach Wilson, honestly. I mean, of course, I'm not a Jets fan. and I'm not, Maybe I'm not the biggest fan of Zach Wilson, some would say, okay? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not a believer. I, I'm a Zach Wilson fan. Maybe I'm not a believer. I think he so, has... I believe. Maybe I'm not a believer. I also believed in Sam Darnold, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not a believer in Daniel Jones, so like, I'm, I'm pretty unbiased there. I'm a believer in Josh Allen, but I mean, that's I just obvious. Is. Yeah, not, that's just. You should probably stop watching football, or maybe watch a little bit more. I think one of the biggest topics for this season so far is all the injuries that we've been seeing. A lot of teams getting their whole roster changed around from injuries. Yeah, we lost Sterling Shepard the Giants, so it's pretty. Off the, the loss, we had to lose our receiver to a non-contact injury. Uh, he look, it's not not looking good for him. He's probably gonna end up being out for the whole year, which is just awesome. It really helps our receiving core. I'm thinking one of my favorite moves we can make is getting Odell Beckham. How yeah. do you guys feel about that? I think yes. Odell to the Giants would be amazing. Although he's gonna end up going to the Bills probably. Yeah, I think it would be a good move, but. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't see him coming back to New York. I don't see it either. If he's going to come back, he wants to contend and get a second ring. He's a ring chaser. He'll be a he'll be a Bill or a Ram. Think so? Yeah. Do you think he goes back to the Rams, really? I think he could. 
Their offensive has been pretty slow. Allen Robinson hasn't been good. Very slow. Cooper Cup is still Cooper Cup. But is he even healthy right now? Would he be able to play right now? No. No, right? Still no. But he won't get signed until he's healthy. He's that way, too. You can yeah, see that's, that's what's true. going on. Yeah. Gotta make sure he can get healthy. That's he's very getting true. Old. His price is probably pretty low right now, though. Well, he's but he's not going to sell low no. on himself. True. He's Odell, and he doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the injuries. Another huge injury for the Bills is Micah Hyde being out for the rest of the season. That is not good for the Bills' defense. No, not at all. I mean, they had like their their starting secondary last uh, this this week uh, consisted of people that have played people that have played a total of three, three games starting three starts three starts total they had in their secondary that Jordan was... Poyer was also injured this week, but hopefully he'll be back next week yeah, because that... we cannot. We cannot have both of our safeties out. Yeah, yeah. that Micah Hyde injury for the year is just it's that's just devastating for the Bills. It's definitely a big loss for the Bills, and I think it could really change the course of the season for them, like having so many defenders hurt right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Titans lost their big left tackle, Taylor Lewan, I think, for the season. And that line doesn't even look great. Yeah, it doesn't. They weren't good, although they did get the win this week against the Raiders, who are surprisingly 0-3. After making some big moves in the offseason. Yeah, let's talk about the Raiders. How are they 0-3? What the heck? Tough decision, I, though. Like, I thought they were going to come... I thought they could have came out on top of it, even. Yeah, I, I definitely thought they were at least going to be, like, middle of the pack. Like, winning record. Devontae Adams for what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... They lost Hunter Renfro. I was going to say Renfro. Uh, they didn't have him last week. Uh, Mac Hollins did shine instead. Uh, in his place, but they're still missing Renfro, who was almost the centerpiece of the offense last year. Uh, even though Devontae Adams is there now, it, it might be it might take some time, maybe. Uh, at least they hope, because they go to 0-4, it's not looking good. I don't think any team's ever made the playoffs starting 0-2. Really? Really? I didn't know that. Or in the last 20 years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't see them making the playoffs at this point anyways. With all the other like teams, that how they're playing right now, I just... I don't see it either. I think it's probably over for them this Especially season. Especially in that division. I mean, it's like the toughest division of football. Their implosion against the Cardinals in Week 2 was uh, tragic. They had a big lead and blew it in big fashion. Lost in overtime, and they really needed that one. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how they're going to turn around. It just like they don't they don't look good anywhere to be honest. I with think you. they can probably end up winning a few like games towards like more towards in the season, but right now they're not making the playoffs. I think they still end up finishing with like eight wins, but that's not what we're with the Broncos not being that good. They they could get in. They could have a shot because there are other teams that are struggling. Yeah. The Broncos yeah. are struggling. The whole uh, AFC South is struggling. The Texans, the Jaguars, the Colts. Uh, and the Titans, none of those teams are really uh, not anything special yet. Jacksonville has some hope, but uh, other than that, that division has been kind of disappointing too. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I mean, uh, the Jaguars are actually looking pretty decent. That uh, that win over the Chargers was just uh, something. I mean, is Trevor Lawrence potentially like going to be something now? I mean, he wasn't looking great 
the last like, since he's been drafted. I mean, I, I think, think he's finally starting to find his footing yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it seems like he's developing actually. He took he had a harder time getting like into the play of the NFL. I feel like, but now that he's getting into it, I think he might have some hope. Well, they also last year they had Urban Meyer, who was probably the worst coach to ever coach in the NFL. He was fired midseason. <laughs> That's kicked, true. He kicked didn't... his own kicker, and they have in the offseason they picked up a Super Bowl winning coach and Doug Peterson, who brought the Eagles from a nothing franchise to a Super Bowl. And uh, I think it's going to do wonders for Trevor Lawrence, and it already has. Yeah, he definitely got drafted into a bad situation. That definitely did not help his case at all. Yeah, for... that's what it seems like for all those early drafted quarterbacks. They're always in that awful situation. Yeah, I think, I think some of them just don't have a minute to turn it around right away. When you have rosters the way that Trevor Lawrence did and Zach Wilson did, it's really hard to do anything. Yeah, that's definitely true. They weren't throwing to anybody. So there were no stars on their teams. Especially coming from of... schools full of stars and stuff like that. Exactly. They've always played with the best, and now they're playing with the worst. A lot of the quarterbacks that come in and end up doing really well right away mostly go to like well-established teams like yeah, Patrick Mahomes. The later picks. Or, yeah. the, or the guys that sit for a season or two. Yeah. And don't go in right away. They have time to develop. Yeah, like a potential like Malik Willis kind of thing where he doesn't have to start here. You can have time to learn for him. For now. For now. Stan Hall is not All right, circling back to injuries, let's talk about the most controversial one probably of the whole season so far. Tua against the Bills this week. How do we feel about that injury and his decision to go back in? Whoever cleared needs to be fired. I mean, obviously, there's a the NFL updated their concussion protocol. They have people in the booth that are supposed to be unaffiliated with either team, unbiased. And if they see someone hurt on the field that they think might have a concussion, then they pull them off. Um, with Tua, he went down, he slammed his head into the turf, and he got up and wobbled twice, uh, which is... Indicative of a head injury, almost always. He also, as he got up and stumbled, he grabbed his head. Yeah, he did. His yep. teammates had he grabbed to hold his head, too. Yeah, his, his teammates basically... He couldn't even stand. Couldn't even stand uh, straight. He came out of the game. Obviously a big divisional game, which the Dolphins ended up winning. Um, came out of the game, and he was deemed fit to come back. Uh, when when you guys saw that, though, did you think he would ever be coming back into that game? No. There was zero chance. Absolutely not. Not a chance. But he did come back. And they ended up winning the game. And now they have a short week and they go to Cincinnati uh, on Thursday night. Think he's going to play? He shouldn't. I think he's going to But I think he will because they're calling it a a backslash ankle injury now. And it's not a head injury like it was during the game, which is a little suspicious. Yeah, what do we we think about that? Like, is that a back injury? There's almost zero chance in my head right now that that was uh, actually a back injury. I think when your back hurts, you get up and you grab your back, not your head. And it didn't even look like a back spasm or anything yeah. like that. Like it was like it was not, his legs. His legs were wobbly. Like it looked like it was like it looked like a really severe concussion. And the problem was if he, he could just get so he could get hurt by playing another even, concussion. Another concussion would be awful for him. Even if it was a back injury, like he still it looked bad enough to where he probably shouldn't have gone back in right away anyways. Well, no, and I, I think the only reason he did come back in is because they're playing the Bills, and that's a massive Which, game. That's, like, essentially a playoff game for those two teams at this point in the season. But what that has, like, but, like, I feel like we shouldn't have looked at that that way. Like, he looked seriously hurt. It shouldn't be looked at that way, but I think that's what happened. That, I think that's, that's what, what I, That is definitely what happened, but, like, saying, like, 
I think it's definitely going to be investigated a bit because so I think I, it definitely should. I think it definitely should. Like, how, how could someone clear? I mean, it was supposed to be an unbiased third party too. That's a that's meant to be there for this reason, where it's like a team can't just want their player to play, so then he plays. It's just like it's supposed to be an unbiased party, which is I cannot believe this person. And even being play. up to Miami, like risking your franchise quarterback getting hurt, yeah, like, that's to win crazy. A game to what cost? To, win a game at what cost? To week a week three game, which possibly he sits out for a game or two, and then he comes back, like, you're going to risk his whole career. And At least like, let him rest for the rest of the game. Yeah. Potentially his life, too. I mean, yeah. Head injuries have taken people out for their careers out of nowhere. Ryan Chazier had, you know, for the Steelers, is, like, the most famous one that happened most recently. Uh, he got hit to the head, and he, he could never play again. He's, I think he's still recovering to a certain extent. Yeah. I think it was a crazy call by Miami. His head injuries are no joke. Whoever, the doctor, whoever cleared him, definitely... That was probably the wrong call. And the fact that he's cleared means that he doesn't have to go through concussion protocol again. So the Dolphins can make their own decision now on whether he plays. And they don't have to clear like NFL guidelines to get him in the game on Thursday. So if they want him to play, he's going to play. Yeah, I think this was a, definitely a crazy injury. And it's definitely going to be looked at because... Yeah, and it just... That's, him playing just puts him at such a high uh, risk to re-injure himself. And it's like a head injury is no joke. Something like that could just it could ruin your whole career. I mean, it's just like, it's not, it's not something to play with at all. And it's like not even just ruin your career, it could ruin your whole life, actually. So it's a really, it's a bad injury. It's like nothing to play around with. I can't believe that, he's, that he got put back in. Yeah, Tua didn't even, like, besides the fact of the injury, he just did not look uh, nearly as good as last week with those six touchdowns. I think it kind of shows that he might not be, like, at that elite level quarterback, I like that Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen level quite yet, and it might just be the weapons he has with him. I mean, I don't I, think he ever will be. He might never be. He may never. I be. think he's. I don't think he's a bad quarterback, but I definitely think he's he's average, and he just has a lot around him, which was like we said last week, really good on Miami for getting those people to make him look a lot better. Yeah, he, he's in a scheme that supports him now. His new coach, Mike McDaniel, like his scheme that he he came in with. Uh, you can say what you want about him, but he knows football. He knows what he's doing. Definitely. Um, no, I definitely he has think he's a good he... scheme, and he knows he's he's doing a, a good job executing it with Tua and the weapons that Tua has. He has two of the best receivers in football. No, and I think Miami did a great job getting those for him. I think without them, Tua would not be as good. Yeah, I just don't think it's. I think it's too early to classify him as an elite level quarterback. Like I hear people around the league and other people talking about. Yeah, I don't think he's there quite. And what do you think? Do you think he's an elite? Would you classify him as an elite level quarterback yet? Uh, no. Yeah. No. Three weeks in, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't classify him as as anything above, uh, I guess, above average, for lack of a better word. Matt um, Ryan, basically. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. Matt Ryan <laughs> yeah. is, is still very good. He might be at the I'm end of his career, but current, he's very good. I'm talking about current Matt Ryan. Current Matt Ryan still. <laughs> we two are about the same. I guess. They're about <laughs> the same. He hasn't had a good, he hasn't had a good start to the year. I mean, I think he's just, he's never going to get past that level. I think he could, they could probably win a Super Bowl with him, maybe. But, maybe one. I think he could be at like that elite level of quarterback. Obviously. I don't know. I don't Eventually, not yet. But, I mean, it also depends, like, we'll see what it's like, if he continues head injuries. That's true. I might not be able to walk, so. That's true. See how, see what they do with them for the future. But right now, eh, not quite sure how I feel about him. We'll that, see. That was quite an upset over the Bills, though. I mean, there was a lot of injuries on the Bills' side, and a lot of it was the Bills beating themselves. But 
they dominated in a lot of aspects of the game. Uh, time of possession, they killed Miami. Like most most games, where if you if you possess the ball as much as Buffalo did, you don't lose. Uh, so really, they definitely beat themselves. I mean, talking about the Bills, that was the. A lot of people are saying how there hasn't been a game in a long time where they've won a one possession game. Yeah, which is that's a concern because the last one possession game they were in was the playoff game against the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Can't wait. Which that had some. Obstacles to it with the 13 seconds. Yeah, the 13 seconds. But <laughs> I mean, even going back further than that, they haven't won a one possession game in a while. That's concerning. It's definitely for... concerning for a team that people are expecting to be making a Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's on Sean McDermott, and he needs to figure out. I mean, he needs to he needs to figure it out because if they don't, then they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, if you can't win like those close games, then you're not gonna you're not yeah, gonna make it, it to a Super Bowl. It can't, like, just be, it can't just be the blowouts that you win. It's just it can't be. I mean, sure, some like of the that. blowouts are against really good teams, but like you can't blow out every team you play. Like you, that's just not like possible to go through a whole season and just kill every team. Um, talking about upsets, the Kansas City game was what a, a game. What Huge game. upset this week. The Colts, yeah, the, the Colts really pulled that one off. They, Mahomes has, uh, historically, he doesn't play very well against it, uh, against the Colts. It's not most. Uh, it's, it, he hasn't played the most amount of games against them, but I think he's now 1-2, and, and his QBR before that game was only like 54, and he only has one touchdown pass against them before that game. Um yeah, that was that was a game that a lot of people did not see coming. Uh, the Chiefs looked dominant around in the first two weeks, like way more than the Colts. The Colts couldn't beat the Texans, and they got shut out by the Jaguars. Uh, so that was a shocking game to most people. I don't think Kansas City looks that great this year. I mean, like they're still ju- like they're still playing like at a good level, but there's nothing that's like standing out. More. They did lose Tyreek Hill too. That was a big loss. That was definitely that a big offense. loss. Big loss, but the offense still looks, looks good. good. Yeah, it does Holmes look. Hasn't really regressed. They scored. He hasn't regressed, but like there's just so many other teams that I think that are looking just as dominant. Is yeah. what I'm trying to like get at. Is yeah. that like they're not like uh, this big like thing anymore? Superpower team. Yeah, who's just they're gonna? Beatable. They're beatable. That's they're beatable they by a beatable. lot more teams. They feel more beatable yeah. than last year. Which I I guess it's more so other teams are better. Better. Yeah, the NFL does seem a little more balanced this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, really, look at that Colts game. They looked, uh, the Colts are so bad and they still got it done. It's looking a lot more balanced. I mean, Peter, you knew the Colts were winning that game. I did. You loved I did. it. I loved, loved that game. I did love the Colts in week two. And that was one of our lock and picks for last week. So we were very wrong about very, choosing very Kansas wrong. City. Maybe don't take our advice so much. I mean, it, it looked like they should have like they should have won that game. They should have. They they missed one or two field goals, I think, and yeah. the Colts just they took advantage of it. it. They took advantage of it. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs had some missed opportunities for sure. Big time. It, it was, there was a lot of moments where it was like they could put this away, and then they did not. And the Colts eventually they just hit their field back. goals. The game was done. Yep, they They're, just kicked the field goals. I mean, they also are struggling though with uh, their kicker. Harrison Bucker's been pretty injured. Yep, so they have a backup been, kicker. They have a backup kicker, yeah. and it's their safety. Actually, it was their safety. Really? Point. Yeah. Wow. Which yeah. is unbelievable. 
It goes to show you how important kickers are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Harrison Bucker is okay this week, though. I think he is playing. Yeah. I think sure. he was close last week. Yeah. So he, sh- he could be back, I think, for week four. Four, yeah. I mean, kickers honestly really do make or break the whole game when it's down to those one. In week one, like, there were, like, four or five games that were decided by a kick. Yeah. And a lot of them, there were a lot of misses. Such an underrated position, really. It is. (laughs) Honestly, it's probably one of the most important positions in the whole game. I mean, it all comes down to them at so many different points in games. Even even when they lose an extra, I mean, miss an extra point in, like, the first quarter, that could affect... Well, that's that's why the Jets were able to beat the Browns in week two because the Brown the Browns missed an extra point. Uh, I think they also missed a field goal, and the Jets ended up making a ridiculous comeback to win by one that week. And if their kicker had just kicked the extra point on their last touchdown, it would have been at least overtime. <laughs> but instead, it was uh, one of the most improbable upsets since I think two thousand two. <laughs> that's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. How about that? coming from the New York Jets too? I mean, I guess they got to win sometime. No, they don't. Clock's right twice a day. <laughs> the clock is right twice a day. So let's not forget that. Uh, the Jaguars also upset uh, the Chargers. That was another crazy one. That, blew them out. It wasn't even close. Again with um. Um. Again with our topic of Trevor Lawrence looking. No. What the fuck? No, you can't. Oh God. Okay, again with Trevor Lawrence possibly looking better this season. Um, that game was definitely a big upset. And I personally think the I mean Herbert just didn't look as good. Also, he was he was battling with an injury, and Eckler. I mean Eckler has not been performing like what he's supposed to be performing at. Like at that high caliber running back last year, he had the ridiculous amount of touchdowns. It was like like the like a ridiculous like twenty one per game or something. Something like that. something like something out, outrageous like. Over one per game easily, and now it just he hasn't, he hasn't has he even seen the end zone yet, right? Not, he hasn't no even seen the end zone yet. Yeah, and that's just that's not good for. I mean, the Chargers just aren't looking great this year. No, no, I no, mean, that, really. that offense is just not looking yeah. like what it's supposed to look like, and neither is their defense. I mean, Justin Herbert has been hurt, so I'm not a fan of their coach. I think that that's why. Uh, What's his name? Zach Staley? No, Brandon Staley's the Bengals coach. Who's the Chargers coach? Well, the Chargers coach has – he had a lot of questionable moments last year. Um, he he went for it a couple times when it was in questionable situations, and it, it cost him – I think it cost him a couple games. Uh, and then, obviously, the infamous timeout against the uh, the Raiders in the last game of the season uh, to get into the playoffs in overtime, where if they tied, they would have both made it. But instead, they called the timeout, and oh, yeah. the Raiders had extra time and won the game. I'm, them out. I must say, I, I think Staley has fallen to the criticism this year of being that risky, ultra-risky coach who just goes for it, goes for it, and like just likes to take the risk. And this season, he has not went for it nearly as much on fourth down, and I think like it almost seems like maybe that's what's hurting the team, and he should, maybe he shouldn't have listened to the criticism of him being that psychotic, crazy coach going for it on this fourth down when he should have kicked it. But maybe that's what led them to win. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe that's what it maybe was. Maybe he's second-guessing himself too maybe, much. Maybe he is second-guessing himself. I mean, I think that happens with the Bills a lot too because they're known for going it, going for it at yeah, I, I just times, saw, and I, sometimes they yeah. don't go for it when they probably should. So. Just take the three points. Yeah, I, I just yeah. saw the Chargers have so many missed opportunities where it was like 
fourth and two, fourth and three, like fourth and like short, and like things, situations like that, where it's like, yeah, it would have put them in a bad position if they missed it. But it, I think those those risks is what got them. You also have to have it like shows trust in your team and your quarterback yeah, and like building the trust is like what makes the team better in my opinion. Yeah, you can't be second-guessing yourself as a head yeah. coach. I mean, you can't really be second-guessing yourself as a You also, coach. you can't be second-guessing the players. No. Like, not. it just, if you don't trust your quarterback, then why? Well, look what it's done to the Broncos, because the Broncos head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, has been horrendous <laughs> through three weeks. Uh, they did get the win on Monday night. <sighs> it was a horrible game. But, um, Honestly, the Dolphins don't really trust Tua that much. No. There's a lot yeah. of teams that haven't been trusting the yeah. quarterbacks. The Bears are not trusting Justin Fields. He's throwing the ball yeah. almost like literally, like, like not at all. Who? Justin Fields. Yeah, he, yeah. Like he has like he has like forty attempts in the season. Uh, I think he has like two hundred and ninety passing yards in three games. This yeah, year. he has like forty attempts all season. Yeah, yeah they don't like, trust him really, like, at it's like all. A, it's like a low. It seems like there's a lot time. of that happening. There Historically is. Low. There's a lot of that happening this year. Teams just not trusting their players, and it's just, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, you have to trust them. It's just. They won't work otherwise. It really won't. And the players also need to trust the coach as well. I mean, it's goes both ways. Yeah, and in these situations where, like, should we go for it, should we not, I think is what really makes makes or breaks that trust. Yeah. And, like, I mean, obviously there's some decisions where you just can't go for it or whatever. I mean, that's understandable. But a lot of the times, fourth and short, like, you have to. Certain situations you have to, but sometimes you need to just take the points. Oh, for sure. Like, sometimes yeah. you have to. And he but... was not very good at the Brandon said he was not very good at that last year. And I think that's what happened. He took the criticism this year, but it's like, he, he maybe he doesn't seem as confident as he was last year. Very, yeah, exactly. You need to find a happy medium of when, like, the yeah. risk is worth it yeah. and to definitely take the risk and then also know when you just got to kick it or just let it go. Circling back to what you said about the Broncos and their coach, um... They look horrific, okay? What's going on with Russell Wilson? What is going on with that man? I can't even I, I can't tell at this point whether it's the coach or if it's Russell Wilson or if it's both. It's probably both. Because yeah, Russell Wilson doesn't look good on his own and the play calling has been one of the worst really horrendous. It's been as if they're a bottom five team. <laughs> yeah, they are. The they decisions, are. the indecisiveness, they cost themselves delay games to knock themselves at a field goal range. Uh, they did that twice, I think. Yeah. In the first, like, once in week one and once in week two. Um, yeah, the Broncos have been a disaster. Yeah, that's a big problem when you're just beating yourself at that point and, like, not even allowing your team to get points. Nothing to do with, like, the defense. Like, you have to... Like the defense isn't even bad either. The defense, defense has been, been very good. good. Very good. The defense has been very good. It's just that offense is the offense less than a bit. It is, it is it, It's bad. It's bad. Like we all thought, I thought into the season, Russ with those weapons, I mean, Corlin Sutton, Judy, Albert O at tight end. I just thought Javante Williams in the backfield. I just thought they were going to look elite. I honestly didn't. I did didn't. not. I didn't you think they believe. were going to look good. No. I personally was a big believer in them. I really thought they were going to look good. Uh, I didn't believe in Denver much until the season got closer, and then I started to buy into it. Uh, I shouldn't have. Because we bought they the hype. Bad. We bought the hype. Yeah, I bought into the hype a little bit at the end. I just I didn't see the type for that one. I mean. Clearly, I was right. They've just been a quarterback away forever, it feels like. They have a good defense, and all they need is that quarterback. And they got it. They bought it. Like they they got thought it. they had they it. They thought they had it. And, I mean, and maybe they it's very early. It's, it's, still, 
it's still early. It's, like, it could just not be a good fit for anyone. It's also, it's also he just got there, too. That's so he's still true. learning the offense. Judy has been hurt. Two weeks ago, Judy was hurt. Was it week two? Was it? Oh, so last week, we, Judy was hurt mid-game. He came out, and he still wasn't looking 100% healthy. I mean, I guess that's fair. It is early, because Tom Brady, when he first went to the Bucks, it wasn't looking good there No, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then I he mean, won a Super Bowl, so you never know what could happen. Denver's also not an easy place to adjust with the altitude and stuff yeah. like that. It's like when you have never played there, like, consistently like that, that's it's true. definitely harder to learn and train there. And just learning a whole completely different scheme than he had in Seattle. It's just very, very, very different. They also have to adjust to the way he plays. Yeah, exactly, of course. Everyone has a lot of adjusting to do when you get a, like... Definitely. I mean, they came from Drew Locke to to Russell Wilson, so it's, like... It's definitely a lot different for everyone. So I guess we'll see more of what's really going to happen with that towards the end of the season. I mean, you never know. Can't count them out yet. I think the week four is... The scary part is, is they haven't played very good teams. They played the Niners last week, who are a good defense. But they played the Texans, and they looked bad. Uh, they, they won, but barely. Uh, and week one, they played the Seahawks, who were not good. And they got embarrassed on Monday night in prime time. That's true. I mean, if they haven't... I mean, you just never know what's going to happen as the season goes on, though. Things are going to happen. Things will change. Yeah. But it doesn't look good. Even if, they don't, have a, even if they don't have a great no. season this year, maybe next will pick it up. I think, I think part of their problem is the way that they use Javante Williams out of the backfield. They don't, I don't think they use him enough, and I don't think they, they give him the ball in space where he would do damage and he would help. Because if you can get your running back the ball in space, out on the side, in the flat, gives your quarterback a safety valve, and it's something else the defense has to worry about, and it, it could free up the receivers downfield. It could pull some linebackers over. So yeah, I think they figure that out, then you know, if they, they just need to get something going. Definitely a lot of adjusting to do a lot is of what I'd say. Yeah. Like, Obviously, what they have going on right now isn't working very well for them. So if they adjust, maybe it could look better. They have a rookie head coach, so maybe he just needs to work yeah. into it. But uh, it doesn't look good right now. New setting for everyone. Yeah, not always great to start. Yeah, no, there's a lot of new, a lot of change. Going I think on they'll there. look a lot better next season than they do this. Season, yeah, I agree. Or towards the end of the season, at least, than they did in the beginning. They, unless, of course, it just doesn't go well and nothing fits like they thought it was gonna. But I do see at least improvement for what it is. It's pretty hard to go down from here. It's hard. It's hard to believe Russ is going to be this bad, and it's hard to go down from here. How much worse can they get? Yeah, that's true. They <laughs> um, are two and one. That's, that's true. true. I guess that's, that's true. true. They just don't look great. It's just, just their defense. That's that, they're one of the worst two and one teams I've seen. Yeah, like, play wise at least so far. Sure. It's, it's pretty bad. The Giants. Um, I want to circle back and talk about how Tampa Bay is looking right now. Tampa Bay is interesting. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't really tell how the whole season's gonna go for them. There's a lot going on in Tampa Bay because they had they had Mike Evans suspended, so they didn't have him last week. They didn't have their three best receivers last week against the Packers. They lost a close game. They lost by two. Um, yeah, Godwin. He obviously had the torn ACL last year. He came back and then hurt his hamstring. He's been out ever since. Uh, Julio Jones. He's oh he played week one. He he got hurt and he hasn't come back either. So last week their best receiver was Russell Gage and like and he had a night and, and Scotty Miller and Scotty Miller was you know was Mister Average every <laughs> year so uh, but Brady doesn't look great but is it the receivers being gone or is it I think yeah, it's the receivers I think it's the, re- the receivers um, I mean he had Russell Gage is the number one Russell Gage ended up catching like hundred I know last episode sure. we talked about how Tom Brady has been looking very frustrated with his team Broke and. The hell out of them. Yes, yeah. iPad yet again broken. You think it has something to do with what's going on in his personal life? 
I don't. I I really don't think the play's on him right now. Like them not winning. I don't think it's. I, I mean, he, they are they are two and one. Yeah. They yeah. Are. I mean, they just don't look. good. They just don't look good. They no. Look good. They played Dallas, who's been bad. I mean, they had it was against Dak, and it was week one, but uh, the Dallas offense looked really bad. There's been game. a lot of dropped passes by his receivers, though. Which is obviously attest to the fact that they've all been hurt. That's true. That's true. But I see where that frustration's coming from from him because there's not a lot he has to work with right now. But I I really don't think – I mean, obviously I think he's starting to – he's obviously nearing the end of his career, but, like, I I don't think he looks that bad. I think the team chemistry is kind of – I mean, you could argue that it's the fact that he's getting old, but also – if Brady is still Brady, he should be able to get it done with whoever's on the field. That's true. If he truly is the best, then he should be getting it done. That's true, but he is. But you can also argue that he's getting old. And he, they're two and it. one. I don't buy that argument. They are two and one, so I guess he is getting it done at the end of the day. I would say the defense is getting it done, not, that's not Tom Brady. That's true. Because they were losing by. That was only a two point game because of a, a last second touchdown. That's true. And they true. could have tied it up, went to overtime, but they didn't. They they didn't get the two and they lost. But still, they were losing. They were, they were pretty. They were really bad. On Overall, offense. they're just not looking great on offense at all. No, it's they've not been good. But it is. It, it could is, be injuries. It could be you know. We'll see. It's, yeah, it's definitely. Mike Evans early. will definitely be back. His suspension's yeah. over. So and then Godwin and Julio, they'll probably not play in week four, but maybe week five they can get back. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see once everyone's more healthy how their season end up ends up going because right now it's not looking great. But I think they look a lot better. I do and too. One of the teams I'm not really worried about yet. No. I'm not worried about. I just it's interesting to see how it's unfolding right now. Yeah, definitely. And now to wrap things up, it is time for the Fourth Down Podcasts Locks of the Week. All right, starting with Packers over Pats. I mean. Honestly, I don't have much to say there. Uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones gone. is out. Mac Jones out. Without Aaron him. Rodgers goat. At that, home. That, that's enough said. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's, really, that's, said. that's really just how it's going to go this week. Maybe if Mac Jones was there, it could be a different story. But but without Mac Jones, I just like, without Mac Jones, it's for sure they are not winning that game. The lock. The next one is Chargers over Texans. Yeah, I mean the Chargers got blown out last week, but I'm not really looking into it too much because. Uh, Justin Herbert was playing with cracked rib cartilage, which I don't think he should have been playing, but he's healthy now. Don't forget, uh, Keenan Allen's out this week, though. Keenan Allen so is that's out. A, that's a key one. Um, I still think they get it done. But I think that the Chargers are a way better team than the Texans, yeah. who just lost to the Bears in their abysmal offense. So. Texans don't look great at all, so if no. the Chargers lose to them, then I'm honestly concerned about Davis, them. It doesn't look like it's Davis Mills. Season. Davis Mills does not look good, um, which is kind of disappointing. But, yeah, I don't see the Chargers having much problem with the Texans. And then our underdog pick of the week is Saints over Vikings. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is not good in primetime. It's it's always been the case. Uh, he did it again against the Eagles, and the Eagles are really, really good. But um, uh, against the Eagles on Monday night, he was really bad. Justin Jefferson didn't get involved. Uh, Dalvin Cook, the whole, the whole offense did not look good. And now they're going to London. They're going to a different country to play. Uh, the Saints, who have a backup quarterback in, I think, Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still that's Jamie, uh, Andy Dalton. Andy I Dalton think. Would be, but yeah. still, uh, I, I think that their defense is good, and Kirk Cousins uh, in a primetime game is, is never a good thing. 
Uh, I would never put my money on that on Cousins in prime time. Also thinking a neutral spot. It's kind of yeah. They're they're both on the road. There's no home team advantage really. Yeah. Even though yeah. I think the Saints are listed home. Yeah, but it's, but it doesn't yeah. matter. That doesn't really mean much. They're both traveling to London. Um, I, I just think the Saints are gonna they're gonna win a somewhat low scoring game in London. Yeah, I agree. Probably low scoring. And they win, seventeen ten. Call it now. I don't even know if it'll be that high. Seventeen ten. Seventeen. Lock it in right now. It was seventeen ten, maybe seventeen thirteen. It could be seventeen thirteen. Seventeen thirteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for the second episode. Make sure to tune in next week for episode number three, talking Have about a great week day, four. Folks.